Welcome to Church Matters Podcast for SGC Marlton. This is episode number 11. I'm Jason Reyes, uh, associate pastor here at SGC, and with me is Warren Betcher, our very own senior pastor. Warren, it's great to have you. It's great to be together again. Even if it is virtually. So That's we right. are not together today. We are not. We are not together. I'm not looking at you face to face, but it's through a computer, which is not my preference. <laughs> no. And did you ever think you'd be using technology like this? I am. I'm eating crow right now in my prisons of <laughs> technology. I am now completely dependent on technology. Uh, yes, you are, aren't you? Yep, but to communicate with the people I love the most, so uh, our uh, church family. So, yep. Well, well, hopefully, all, all kidding aside, I mean, hopefully this will kind of convince you to, to join and get on Facebook and other social media platforms as well. Was that yeah. doing that for you? Uh, yeah, I just need it out <laughs> to know how to do that and have someone do it for me. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll get you a tutorial on that. No problem. Yeah. No problem. Well, listen, let's just jump in because there, there's a, a number of things to, to, to talk about, uh, especially in these uncertain days that we find ourselves in. Um, the first thing that I want to just touch base with is, just adherence to civil authorities, okay, during a time of pandemic crisis that we find ourselves in. How should Christians think about this? And also, how should churches approach this as well? Well, I think Scripture, again, Scripture is going to help us through all of our decisions. Uh, God's Word is good, it's authoritative, it's wise, uh, it's helpful. So the Scripture tells us to obey the authorities over us, the governing authorities over us in Romans 13. So I think we just mm -hmm. apply that in this situation. They're not asking us to disobey the Lord in any way. So uh -huh. we, want to, we want to follow their authority, and they're asking us to distance ourselves socially, not to have certain meetings, uh, to wash our hands. We want to follow that because they're, they're instructing us to do. And then we saw, also want to res uh, respect the expertise that's involved. We're not right. experts in issues like this. Um, they are, uh, you know, employing experts. And so mm -hmm. I think, one, there's a humility in our, in our mind and a submission, a humility to trust those that have more information than we do, uh, trust those experts, and trust the experts, not every pun a pundit, uh, not every right. blog sphere, not every post that comes out, but trust the experts, submit to the governing authority, and God will honor us in that, and God will care for right. us th through them. It's still right. God's care. It's not their care. It's ultimately God's care to us through those authorities. Right, so, right. Yeah. yeah it, and that's, that's, that's good wisdom. I, I think there's been some confusion uh, in, in regards to this, especially when we've uh, approached um, in churches in the United States about closing uh, services, you know, right. to their congregants and so forth. Um, I think there has been some pushback, you know, mm -hmm. from certain segments uh, in the church population. And uh, unfortunately, it does seem as though it's it's not it's a pushback that's that's really not really adhering to to what God's word has to say, right. um, and it seems to be more of a, an emphasis on just the Holy Spirit's power to go hidden, protect, and, and and everything else like that. And which obviously we we recognize God has the power to do all of these things. You know, uh, He certainly Absolutely. did in, in Egypt. You know, with the nation of Israel and protected them and so forth. But we also get in the great. <laughs> chapter of faith in, in Hebrews, uh, that there's plenty of other people that, that succumb to torture, a martyrdom, and sickness, and uh, right. which scripture says, of which the world is not worthy to even utter their names. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yep. there's, a, there's a God behind all of this that we have to be in tune with 
And it's really an assertion of just arrogance, you know, that just says, hey, I'm just going to do this and defy because God's, it really does seem to reek more of pride than it does really a submission to God. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I think it can be presumption. And, and there's not, these things are not contradictory. We can right. fully trust God. He can fully protect us. And yet he can also help us to endure sufferings and right, trials. Right. Scripture talks about trials of various kinds. Right. And, and so, yes, he protects, delivers, and helps us endure. And right. this is where God's word, again, is, is really a rock for us. And God's love for us is, the, is really the foundation. That's good. Yeah. And, and certainly COVID-19 would fit in the various kinds. <laughs> yep, it does. <laughs> All right. Well, um, the I Am series, you kicked it off last week and uh, grateful uh, for you. The very first one was I, uh, Jesus' statement, I am the bread of life. Um, and so I just want to ask you, this is kind of a unique time in our history where we can be experiencing temptations to fee feast, if you will, on the bread of the world. Where would you see that? right now? I think the temptation for us is to be uh, consumed with the news. So, okay. and yeah. not, cons not, not just aware of the news, but consumed by the news. So I think we could be in a place to where uh, we are looking at the news 25 times a day. Um, I apologize right now. I am recording from home and you do hear my dog barking yes, in the background. Sorry about that for our listeners. That's right. <laughs> I was interpreting the dog as saying amen to all the things. Yeah, yeah that's what, right well, you're going to get a lot of amen here in just a second. Yeah, so, so you just have a, a charismatic dog. Um, yes, I do. <laughs> about that. Um, Go ahead, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, the dog is not impressed by your snapping your fingers right no, now. No, it's not. Um, so I think for, for me, the concern... Uh, and I know it's my own temptation. Let's listen to the news multiple times. Let's read every article, every headline. And I think that can distract us. So I don't know that that's uh, healthy. We want, to be, we want to be more in God's word than we want to be in the headlines. Uh, we that's want to good. hear what God's saying more than what experts are saying. So I think that's what's most important for us right now is that we not be consumed. So if your news feeds are you know, you're going 20, 30, 40 times a day, uh, that may right. not be the best thing for you. Uh, and you'll just, we don't want to be tossed to and fro. You know, the scripture warns us right. not to be tossed and uh, to and fro through winds of doctrine, but let's not be tossed to and fro through wing, the winds of the latest news media, the latest statistics. Um, right. if, we, if we are aware, um, folks, even if we are aware only once a day, that would probably be adequate. But there's not things that are going to change that dramatically, even day to day. There's a long-term view here. Uh, we want an immediate resolution. Um, we're not going to get an immediate resolution. So we're going to hear right. the numbers go up. Um, there's going to be more predictions. Uh, we, want to, we want to weigh that over time and not just in the moment. So let's right. not be consumed by the latest headlines, the latest reports the latest statistics, let's have God's word steady our hearts through this. That's good. That's good. It, it, yeah, the, part of the concern of the obsession with news is that if we feast uh, continuously on that, it really does leave us with little hunger for the Lord. Right. You know, uh, right. and so this is, this is one area that we do need to, 
as Christians, we need to be mindful of and what, what right. is wise. Now, again, we are not saying we're against the news. We're not saying it's, 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 it's wrong to be informed of what's going on. That's not what we're saying. So no, it's an um, obsessive amount. Right. As if education alone or news alone will lead us to deliverance. Yeah, I don't uh, think so. Jesus, right. yeah, go ahead. I just don't think news is going to be our refuge. God is our right. refuge. So exactly. let's feast on so, God's word, not the words of the world. There you go. Yeah. So John 6, 35, which is our, our memory verse for this week, you know, it says this, Jesus said to them, I'm the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. and Whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Mm -hmm. um, so really the, the call for us as Christians is, and the question is, what are we feasting upon? And, right. uh, and so, which leads me to, our next category that we want to be talking about, and we probably will be talking about over the next few weeks, is, is how not to waste your quarantine, mm -hmm. uh, if you will. Now, I know that not everybody is mandated in a, in a quarantine, uh, but, but there are many folks, even in California, they announced yesterday, you know, uh, want to be in a safe place instead, you know. Uh, right. so, so thoughts for consideration for us, um, because there's temptations to worry, there's temptations to anxiety in this season that abounds right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I, I want to preface this question about not wasting your quarantine by just giving you a little bit of a thought just with regards to my own life. When, when I first got sick, um, it was interesting. Um, there's a normal break from routine. Um, and right. I think most people, when you get the flu, um, your, your routine kind of goes out the window. Uh, then it's, it's rest, uh, it's hide, rehydrate, uh, and it's watching a lot of TV, okay, or, or sports or what have you. Uh, but it's, it's a break from routine. Um, and I know for myself, after three weeks of being sick, it became apparent that this departure from routine really of uh, feeding on the departure of routine was, was a lack of feeding on God's word, prayer, and then seeking to actively love others. It really was not leaving my soul <laughs> satisfied. Mm -hmm. um, it just continuously left it hungry and emaciated. Right. Um, and so, when we talk about don't waste your quarantine, but we we have categories. So I, I mm -hmm. first want to address just with regular adults, okay, those mm -hmm. who are of age, and and this would include teens, okay, mm -hmm. in this category as well. You know, what would be some of your advice, some of your uh, counsel for us in terms of not wasting your quarantine? Mm -hmm. Well, I think one, let's understand our temptation uh, and, and our difficulty. It's a challenge when routines are disrupted. Mm -hmm. um, it's yep. a challenge for us where sometimes boredom can even set in. Uh, yep. there's, there's the isolation. Usually when we're in crisis, we gather together. Uh, you mm -hmm. think about snowstorms or even no, that's good. We've, had, yeah. we've had the hurricanes where we lost electricity for a week on our block. Well, the neighbors are out. We're out gathering together. We're being together. We're eating together. We're talking together, and here this crisis tends to isolate us. Right, right. So I think it's a very disorienting crisis. Yep. I think that presents unique temptations uh, in a crisis like that, but those temptations then can lead to either binge-watch TV or binge-watch the news. Um, right. And so that's where I think, I think your counsel, Jason, is so helpful. You had to live through this. So you had the disruption of normal life. That disruption played, you know, played through time, and then you realized you had to bring a new morale, uh, uh, normalcy. Normalcy, yeah. Um, right. And so, what's a healthy normalcy look like in times like that? So this is where, um, yeah, how are we praying? How are we partaking of God's word? How are we caring for others? Um, and again, social media, which I think has done sometimes great harm, 
it can be used for great good right now. So let's Absolutely. use it. How do we Absolutely. connect with other people in this time in caring ways? Right. Um, so sharing stories, sharing even funny moments, humor can still be a gift in a time like this. Um, mm -hmm. And so I've been blessed by humorous things that people have posted uh, through these things. So I think it's just don't let the immediate crisis become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have to work through what's new, the new normal, but let's try to work towards the new normal. Right. Uh, for right. Adults. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I think those routines, you know, of scripture uh, intake, you know, prayer, regular prayer are going to be just so, so crucial right. uh, for us right now. Let, let me ask you uh, some other categories then. Uh, parenting. You know, how not to waste your quarantine. Um, I, I actually talked to someone in our church uh, whose schedule has changed. And, but he's very intentional of enjoying the new normal with his wife. So they have more time together and with his mm -hmm. children, with his child. Right. So I would say the same thing. Um, we're together. How do we build as a family? Uh, how do we talk about this with our children? By the way, this is a phenomenal opportunity to parent. Um, right. Our kids were, are going to see our faith lived out right. in really a once-in-a-lifetime event. That's an opportunity right. uh, to talk about things that are real. So even talking about our real temptations with our kids. Not, we don't want to give our kids moralism right now, nor just a triumphal view. Let's share with them our temptations. Let's share with them our weaknesses. Let's share with them our uncertainties in one sense, and then bring God's word to bear. Uh, to those right. things. Let's share with them about how we can care for neighbors and others through this. So I think there's great parental opportunities in something like this. That's good. Um, to really share real life. Um, we can, and this is where we, in the news we do partake of, look at, help our kids see how's the world responding. Uh, and sometimes right. the world's actually responding very well. There's been certain people right. in the world that are actually thinking of others um, and sometimes Christians have been more fearful uh, when right. the world's trying to say, how do we serve one another? So kids look at grocery stores that are trying to care for the elderly by having them shop se at separate times. Isn't that a wonderful expression of common grace? So right. let's, let's see common grace in the world, but let's exceed that common grace. So how do we apply our faith? Um, so we can talk about our temptations of anxiety, but, but how's God word? trump those anxieties right right so our, our kids our kids are going to see a living faith right now and they're experiencing their dislocations right they're experiencing the norms are not the norms for them right right interruption so of their relationships school all those yeah things. so i think yeah. where normal bible study can be very uh, esoteric sometimes theoretical this makes it very real so let's yeah. share the reality of our faith with our kids yeah very very good very concrete yeah, I mean, there's numerous great resources, too, that we want to commend, you know, to the church. I know uh, for me, uh, the, the years Battling Unbelief um, by John Piper has mm -hmm. been a great source. Uh, and it's, it's basically fighting these temptations of anxiety with the, script, with the, the truth of God's word. And so right. you have despondency, you have anxiety, you have worry, mm -hmm. um, you have despair. Those are categories that I think a lot of people in the world right now can relate with. Yep. Uh, and it's really good. You know, it's really yep. good. Another would be a classic would be Jerry Bridges, Trusting God. Mm -hmm. um, so again, uh, just one of those that in, early on in my Christian 
life, you know, in terms of walking out my faith that cut my teeth on and just so grateful, you know, I've read this book mm-hmm. several times. And then there's other biographies too. You know, there's something of where this isn't new. You know what I'm saying? There's no. nothing new under the sun. It's just nope. a different, different expression. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but viruses and pandemics have existed throughout history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, right now I just started reading a, a new biography. It's called A Camaraderie of Confidence. It's on Spurgeon, Muller, mm-hmm. and Hudson Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and what these men, you know, walk through as well. Yep. And so it's doing something for my soul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think any yeah. time that we can go ahead and lean in that direction and make the boast of this time as well, you know, you have more reading time, yep. you know? Yep. Um, and so this would be a great way, you know, to, to build our souls up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So are there any other, any other suggestions that you would have as well? Uh, no, I think those are great suggestions. I think reading, uh, this is where uh, rather than the news, you, you know, go to a website where you hear John Piper preaching yeah. uh, on yeah. suffering. Um, mm-hmm. And other resources, um, the saints of old will speak to us, yep, um, yep. as will Scripture speak to us uh, in these things. Uh, we're, I've been reading on Esther a lot lately. Their entire civilization had a threat to be eliminated. Right, and, right. And uh, in this wonderful book where you don't even hear the name of God mentioned, really, but God's mm-hmm. working it all. Um, and he's going to re- you know, turn fortunes. and and God's activity. Uh, so those things are very comforting. So we, we want to really inundate ourselves with both God's word, but also let's hear from the saints of old. Uh, they, have, they have messages for us. That's good. That's good. Well, there's all, obviously with this COVID-19, there's uh, unemployment, you know, that, mm-hmm. that seems to be really on the rise right now in our nation. And uh, I believe is uh, I saw a report. There's something like 2.5 million new cases just this week alone. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, of, a, of a nation of 350 million people, that's substantial. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just this week. And so mm-hmm. there are temptations that surround this uh, the loss of a job for men and mm-hmm. for women. Yep. Um, that really that the Lord uses in providential ways to mm-hmm. expose where we may have grounded our identity, mm-hmm. you know, in a role. Um, so can you speak to that real quick, you know, for our listeners? Yeah, I think the temptation of identity and security exists, and both understandably so. Um, if we do find our identity in our role, that could change, uh, obviously, and, and for some that will change. Uh, and Christians are not they're going to be protected and provided for, but they're not immune from, from that. Uh, and we already know that's right. happening. So, um, you know, when we think about back to the Great Depression, when 25% of Americans were unemployed, um, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. And that was the sole wage earner for those homes, right. uh, unemployed. And yet men carried shame. So men, you had men going to work for six months because they did feel shame in telling their wives they were unemployed. And they actually took responsibility for that. Now, I hope we've grown from there. This mm-hmm. is not based on irresponsibility right. no. of, of yeah, us. Exactly. Um, this is beyond our control outside of the things we, we have the ability to, to manage. So hopefully right. that uh, men or women will not fall into that as a reflection on identity. But we have to ground our identity in Christ right now. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm a child of the, I really am a child of the Lord adopted mm-hmm. by God, adopted right. forever. Right. Uh, and that's my identity, not my career. And I, the other temptation is provision. 
which is an understandable temptation. Um, I think we will find Scripture to be true. This does not mean we will not face pressure, but we will find Scripture to be true, that when I was young and now I'm old, I've never seen God's children begging uh, bread. God will provide. There Psalm may be 37, 25. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Uh, and God will provide. And it actually gives the, the church an opportunity to care for one another uh, yeah. through these things. And I think the church will do that. We'll rally yeah. and we will care for one another. So I, I absolutely trust God's provision. My dad was unemployed three times. There was right. no crisis that caused that unemployment. It was job changes. It was uh, different things. Some of those things outside mm-hmm. of his control. Uh, right. And yet we, ha- we had to face that as a family. And so were there lean times? Absolutely. Were right. there pressures? Absolutely. Um, but did God provide? Absolutely. That's good. So That's I, good. I have yep. complete trust in that. Yep. Well, it's interesting that you even note that just from your own childhood, because it does seem as though God's sovereign plan is multi-generational, you know, yes. as well. Yep. Um, I certainly can can adhere to, you know, uh, subscribe to that as well and um, have seen the Lord just provide for our family growing up in miraculous ways. Mm-hmm. And, and that that left an indelible mark, you know, mm-hmm. for me um, to really be able to trust the Lord in these things. And so, um, you know, for those of you who may be listening and you're you're walking through the the anxiety and, and, and the difficulty of unemployment, uh, we do want to encourage you. God's in this. God knows yep. what he's doing. I mean, he knows what he's doing for your wife and for your children as well, mm-hmm. you know, um, so we can trust the Lord in that. Well, listen, we want to talk about church updates um, real quick uh, before we go ahead and uh, end our podcast for today. Um, we want to just uh, make this commercial announcement, if I could, for all of our listeners, please check the church website as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as we will not be emailing the church with massive amounts of updates. And we do, and primarily this is because we don't want to overwhelm your inbox. Okay. So church, don't look for emails from us, but look to the website and look to other social media platforms for information about cancellations, closures, and those types of things. And and it is good to know that cancellations are ultimately under God's sovereign control, right? Right. Yep. And so our response yep. is to trust the Lord in these things, right, Warren? Mm-hmm. So um, just briefly, uh, the plan right now with regards to our uh, church activities, uh, what is the current closure plan? Right now, we're planning to have everything closed through Saturday, April 4th. Um, and obviously, that doesn't mean we're going to meet. We, we want to meet as soon as we can. <laughs> there, is a, there is a longing right. in my heart Absolutely. to be with Absolutely. God's people. Um, and there's nothing that, in one sense, satisfies that longing. Uh, virtual reality doesn't satisfy that longing. So I, I long to be with God's people. So we're canceling all activities through April 4th. Um, but this situation is very fluid. We may not be even at the peak of things. So it certainly could extend beyond that. Uh, and we will always inform you of our plan. But that's our plan through now. Just so you know, through April 4th, uh, there will be no church activities. And we'll that's- be evaluating as time goes on. Right. And we'll be updating the church, yep. you know, appropriately from that. So, well, Warren, thank you again so much for your time today. I really appreciate you being here and, and so grateful as well for if you're not, our listeners have not checked it out yet. Psalm and devotion. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a daily uh, 
just devotional that you're providing for our yep. church, going through the Psalms, grateful for that. Yep. Um, so thank you for doing that Monday through Friday at church. You can check Actually, that out. It's going to be Monday through Saturdays. We're doing that now. So Monday okay, through Saturdays cool. Cool. and just take Sundays off. So Monday through Saturdays, we'll do that. That's nice. A little update there. So, and you heard it first here on Church Matters. So thanks again for listening to another episode of Church Matters. Thank you, Warren, again, for being with us today. And until our next episode, God bless. God bless.